You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. Wow. It's been quite the Bravo night. I'm really excited to dig in. But let's start with um, Beverly Hills and the Bahamas. Yes. Um, so the resort they're at is, you know, pretty, pretty small. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's interesting. I like, I feel like, like, I feel like Rena's room is like, it's nice, but like, it kind of looks like any room at any resort I've stayed at where it's like, like in the Caribbean. Um, but then like Dorit's suite is like clearly just amazing. No, I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely really nice. And I, I think it's so funny that they all get so excited about the butlers. I mean, I, I do too on vacation, but I always feel weird calling them a butler. Yeah. And like, I feel like it's funny. Like they, I like they're like at their beck and call. Like I remember at your wedding and then at our other friend's wedding uh, in Mexico, Christina, um, you had like designated people. Like they, like when you checked in, like someone showed you around and they're like, here's your room and let me know if you need anything. But I wasn't, like, <clears throat> calling, like, hi, I'm going to take a bubble bath in an hour. Um, or, like, I don't know. I just feel like they use the butlers a little differently than I would have. Well, yeah. Maybe we just aren't accustomed to that kind yeah. of life. But they definitely <laughs> are taking advantage of the room service. I feel like Kyle and Teddy have had, like, five room service meals already, and they've only been there for, like, half a day. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the glam squad? So I loved that Erica called them all out and was like, they can all afford it. They're just too cheap. But I also feel like, I don't, I don't know. And like, I feel like I'm getting a little bit ahead, but I loved, and I noticed that you made a comment about this too. I love that Denise was like, why are we getting dressed up to have drinks at someone's patio on vacation? Like on vacation, I'm a little bit more, like, I think I would do like low key hair, low key makeup. Like, you know, I wear like flowy fun dresses that are bright colors, but I don't feel the need to like, I'm not wearing a 70 inch hair extension. Uh, No, I, I think because of the show and because they're being filmed, I think they act a little bit more over the top or maybe they do do that. But I love that Denise was kind of like, uh, we're just hanging out on a patio and clearly the women looked at her like, Oh, and I'm like, your shorts are cute. Like they didn't know to say, they're like, Oh, okay. So I will say my son, uh, for some reason was like on a bedtime strike tonight. And so I'm like, fine, you can watch oh, Real fine. Housewives of Warren. Beverly Hills with me. Yeah. Um, cause that's what all good parents do here. Watch these older women fight. 
But every time Lisa was on in that blue dress, he was like, a birdie, a birdie. Oh my God. <laughs> she has horrible taste in clothes. And her, yeah, and her hair. I don't know. I just, I will say though, I love the way Rena dresses. Like the fact that she was wearing that animal print dress. Like I just love her. And that her striped dress was really cute the next no, day. No, it was really cute. I like that they take fashion risks. I was like sitting here thinking to myself because I'm pretty boring with my fashion choices or a little basic if you will but I feel like if I had that kind of money and people kind yeah. of encouraging me to dress up like that it's kind of fun and I think Erica with her glam squad and everything I kind of look at her as like a Barbie doll and um, she looks at this kind of stuff as like this is all costume for her you know so I feel like if you look at it that way and that's like what fashion is to you then you probably do need a glam squad because you need your your face to match your outfit Oh, yeah. And I kind of love that Erica uses the same makeup artist as J-Lo. Like, she does um, not mess around. No. Her glam squad's legit. Like, And the I fact ever... that I know that is sad. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, how did you know that? Um, I... Just following J-Lo? <laughs> no, I sometimes... So, I follow some celebrity hairstylists and makeup artists. And sometimes when you go down that path on Instagram where you're, like, randomly clicking the oh, mentions... get all of them. I go down this rabbit hole, and then I kind of figure it out. But his name is Scott Barnes. Um, if you go to his Instagram page, it's, like, 95% J-Lo. But I always think with these celebrity makeup artists... I always wonder how they divide their time with their clients. So in the back of my mind, knowing that he's JLo's um, makeup artist, I, I don't know how he makes time for Erica too. Yeah. These are rich people problems. Seriously. <laughs> um, so we kind of like glazed over the first part of it, um, but we left out LVP from the start as being very standoffish with Dorit. Like, Dorit finally oh, said to her, do you enjoy our friendship? Like, because it seemed, and I'm kind of proud of Dorit for doing that because she was throwing a lot of digs and not a single, like, sign of gratitude. Oh, not at all. Like, she was being extra shady. I just wish Lisa, instead of, like, beating around the bush with her, you know, one-liners and her comments, I just wish she would just get to it and say, listen, I'm still mad at you. And just say what she's actually thinking instead of hiding behind her weird jokes. I think this is the beginning of the end for LVP. Like I, I'm, we're all starting to see the writing on the wall uh, and there's other things that we'll touch in a little bit, but she's, she's kind of alienating herself. Um, and I think what's surprising her more than anything is the fact that everyone's seeing it. And partly thanks to Rena, who caught on that this whole dog thing, which I'm kind of pissed. I didn't catch on to this. The way that it all went about, this is just LVP trying to make Dorit look bad, but make other people look bad too. Trying, she kept saying Teddy was the one um, gossiping, although it does sound like we're going to see the text messages next oh week. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that. <clears throat> Ken. Yeah. Ken, those, go figure. Had those printed Ken with out. the receipts. Uh, but what do you think about Rena saying that this is all a big move by LVP and she's playing all of them? I mean, I agree. I will say the only thing to that argument, I do agree with LVP that that Dorit should have gone directly to her. I'm not clear if Dorit is saying she did do that. I feel like she is. Um, so I'm a little confused on what's true there. I know. But... I need to know more of what happened. I agree. Cause Dorit saying she told her the next day, I want you to know I, I met this woman and she's going to take the dog, but it didn't sound like, like the, the woman hadn't assumed ownership of the dog yet. So like LVP could have said, no, bring the dog back to us. 
But I, yeah, exactly. I, but I do agree with Rena and knowing that Rena kind of is owning this persona that she has with herself, which just like saying how she's calling it, like she sees it. I do in, you know, being around LVP a couple of times and seeing how she's been previous seasons. I do agree that she is setting Teddy up. Um, Kyle, I feel like that's just kind of a casualty of that a little bit. Yeah. Well, Kyle's used to it friends, too. But I, I kind of, I can see it. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. We did see a really sweet endearing side of Lisa though, when she was talking to Kyle. Oh yeah. No, on I, the thought patio. Was, I thought it was very sweet. And given that Kyle, I didn't realize she still wasn't speaking to her sisters or at least um, Kim. I knew Kathy and Kyle weren't speaking because I think of her TV as of show. Now they're doing better. Um, so this was filmed. I'm not sure when this was filmed. It must have been over the summer. Yeah. Um, because at uh, the a Watch What Happens Live, I guess in January, Kyle did say that she spent Christmas with her sisters. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, no, I thought it was really sweet what she said and how Lisa, like, worded it perfectly. I've not had a um, <laughs> loss like that, but the fact that she was like, you don't sit back and think about the fights that you had. You don't remember that. Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if you could hear me. I was trying to cough away from my mic. No, you're fine. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, everyone. Hold on one second. <coughs> <coughs> All right. I think I'm back. Um, yes. No, I agree. I think it was really good advice. Just given where Lisa's at. Like, I think sometimes when you've gone through something like that, you could provide a little bit of perspective to people who are so stuck on their drama. They don't see a bigger picture. For sure. For sure. So after the first night on the patio, then they have their first excursion, which this is my kind of excursion. Going to a private island. Um, where they kind of are treated like rock stars with a private masseuse and a little bar and some cabana boys. And they all seem to be pretty drunk. I loved it. They were all getting hammered. It was great. <clears throat> oh, my God. Hold on one second. Oh, <laughs> Abby's been sick, by the way. And she's, <clears throat> I think, finally recovering everyone. Yeah, I'm uh, still coming back from having the flu. Um, okay. No, they... So while LVP and Denise are getting a massage, it's like, I don't know if they were all roofied, but it felt like it was probably only an hour massage. And these women are lit when they get back. Oh, yeah. They had to have been drinking before. Like, I think there's a lot that we don't see. And I feel like they've been like, it was a little spring break. Yes. (laughs) Where Beverly Hills to me reminded me of a lot of spring break. You know, you remember those days where you're day drinking and you're out in the sun and like time flies by and the next thing you know it, you're shifting. It was great. It was really fun to watch. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um no, I agree. And it does catch up with you quickly. Like even when you're on vacation, all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how I went from like zero to like super tipsy, but it hits you hard. Oh, for sure. So after the little shit show montage, the women sit down for lunch and Rena and classic Rena. Oh my God. She knew exactly what she was doing when she kind of basically tells everyone like, basically she's trying to say like, let's clear the air. If you have any beef with anyone, why, why don't we just bring it up now? Knowing and I, that there's stuff with Dorit and Lisa. Exactly. I mean, she said that after she had just found out what was going on. So it wasn't like, she's like, I feel a weird tension. It was like, oh, I know something and I am going to stir this pot. I will say the, the 
confrontation that started was not what I thought was going to happen when Rena started this whole thing. Cause a lot of people went around and kind of like, well, I was, you know, I've forgiven you for this and I'm glad that we're getting better. And then LVP, which I thought was so odd, turns to Erica and is almost like, I'm insulted that you only sent me a card when my brother passed away. That whole thing was really, really weird. And then it's almost like she regretted it. Like, I think she realized how, how weird she sounded because I don't, one, I think sometimes it's easier to send a card because you don't know how someone's going to respond if you call them or if you go to lunch with them. So the card was probably a very sweet gesture in Erica's mind. And to, to I don't know, I think LVP just seemed very, uh, <coughs> coffee again, sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, so I, no, I agree with you. I think the, oh my God, anyone listening there and be like, Jesus Christ, Abby. Um, <laughs> it's all- no I I agree with you I think the card is a nice gesture I feel like for me in situations like that where I don't know what to say or where you want to respect and give someone space a card is a nice way to let them know you're thinking of them and like let's be real Lisa and um Erica aren't best friends like they're not the other thing like yeah I will say having lost someone myself like I appreciated all the cards and and situations there's like sometimes there's people that you like are friendly with that sent you a card that you didn't expect and that to me meant so much more so I don't I don't understand why LVP one I don't even know why she brought it up to be honest um it was I don't know, she's trying, yeah uh but I love that Erica took a picture of the card because she's oh, like I, I knew with this hilarious. bitch I'm like good for you I thought that was hilarious in my mind when the producers like had it up I was like wait why is there a picture of it and then when uh Erica explained herself. It's like, all right. I, yeah, I was so confused. Cause I was thinking like, Oh, did the Lisa like Vanderpump let them see the card? And then when she's like, I took that picture before I sent it. I was, I mean, that's somebody who's figured out how to work with LVP. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I love that. So in the previous to the season, there was like a kind of a gift or a moment with Dorit where her eyes are like super, super big. And I love that we found out at their dinner later that day, it was because of Teddy's maybe birth, uh, the name she was almost given. Yeah. <laughs> I know you thought like, they definitely set that up to be like, you thought it was going to be some big bomb dropped. And it was because we found out Teddy was supposed to be named Baby Doll. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh, like watching it. I was like, oh, okay. What All would you right, do if your name me. was Baby Doll? I mean, like. How quickly can you change a name legally? I don't even know. Oh, I would change that. I think I would probably go by, I don't know if it'd be better to go by baby or doll. Like I think of I think I'd go by Dolly. I'd ask to go by Dolly. Oh, that's, that's a good solution. But like, I, but still I'd be like, my legal name would be baby doll. Like, what are you going to do when you go in for an interview somewhere? (laughs) My name is baby doll Mellencamp. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're a Mellencamp, you're probably set, but yeah, exactly. No, but I I thought, was, I thought it was a good episode. Um, yeah, so at, at the dinner, they basically, the drama comes up. Like, Teddy takes this as an opportuni- opportunity after they kind of make those jokes about the names. Take it as an opportunity to call out uh, Vanderpump on getting set up. After, Rena kind of put the bug in her ear. And it she definitely kinda... seemed a little, um, calcu- like, not calculated, but I thought it was odd that Teddy went from, like, Almost seeming like a Vanderpump dogs, like she was very much against what Dorit did to putting it on Vanderpump. It was a quick switch. Yeah, no, it was a quick switch. But I do think knowing that where she's at with Dorit, 
it gets hard. Like I, I think, I think Teddy is not by nature. And granted, I don't know her, but from what we've seen on TV, I don't think she's a manipulative, like play the game type. So I think this is her attempt at it. And I think in her mind, she's like, I don't want Dorit to think that I purposely withheld this information from her. And I don't know. It was interesting. Well, and I guess it depends on the timing too, because, you know, when they went to the dog, um, LB, like Vanderpump dogs, then it was the barbecue. And that at the barbecue is where Teddy's son and Dorit's son started becoming friends. So maybe that's kind of, that could also have changed how Teddy felt about it. Oh, for sure. For but, sure. I'm excited uh, to see what next, next week, break, next week. Well, we both can't talk today I know. between your coughing and I can't I talk. Anyone listening, we're just going to apologize now. Um, no, but next week I, we do see the receipts. So if nothing else, we're going to find out. We know it's Teddy, but we don't know is who she texted. I always assumed she was texting LBP, but it sounds like she was not. No, I think I, I do too. I think it's the coworker. At I do too. Dogs. That blizzard guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm kind of surprised like this will be episode three and they're already like, I feel like a lot of the things that we've seen in the previews are going to come out, which makes me wonder what the rest of the season will be like. Well, it makes me wonder what episode does LVP walk? Yeah, that too. I feel like it's going to be sooner rather than later. And maybe they edit it that way. Maybe they're like, everyone knows she's leaving. Let's just do it early. Yeah, that's very, very true. she'll never walk from Pump Rules because it's named after her. No way. This episode, I I actually loved this episode. I thought it was great. No, I did too. I I felt like it was a little bit more um, real. You and I have had a lot of conversations on how this season has felt a lot more staged than usual, knowing that, you know, reality TV is somewhat staged, but anyways, um, this one, yeah, this one seemed a little bit more genuine and honest, maybe because it covered like a lot of things we can all relate to mainly hangovers. Yes. The hangovers are always the best part. Like my, one of my favorite parts with pump, like it, it's so relatable. They um, don't hide I, it there. Like other shows, they kind of will just cut like, Oh, I'm tired, but let's go lay on the beach. Like they just, Put it all out there, unless you're oh, Brittany, yeah. and then it. you think you have an allergy. Oh my gosh, that me- that cracked me up when she's like saying that she might have an allergy from vomiting in my ha- the back of my head. I'm like, girl, no, it's because you're drinking so damn. Much. And they were mixing like white wine and red wine and vodka. I'm like, yeah, of course you're gonna throw up. Like that's like drinking. I wouldn't say 101, but maybe like drinking 301. Oh, for sure. What did you think about everything with Kristen? Um, well, okay. I guess there's more to Kristen than what I understand because I feel like she gets away with just being crazy and then saying sorry the next day. And everyone's like, it's okay, but what's really bothering you? Like that song and dance would get very old to me as a friend. I'm guessing there's like a lot more to her. We don't see only because I mean, Stassi was very quick to be like, you seem like you're doing good today, but was also giving her a little bit of tough love. But in a way, like, it was very sweet how she was like, you don't have to be in a relationship where you're getting yelled at. You know, there's, you know, there's ways to be in relationships where you're happy and you're not crying and always yelling. And it was sweet coming from Stassi because we've seen her be in so many bad relationships. And now she's in such a good one with Bo. She's realizing what it, what a healthy relationship is like. Oh, for sure. And I thought it was also very sweet. And I, I kind of wish we, I'm hoping in, upcoming seasons we'll see this side of Kristen more because the producers <laughs> only show what's most interesting 
But Stassi basically in her confessional was saying how amazing of a person Kristen is. And, you know, and I, from all the previous seasons, you don't really get that. You get more the wackadoo, drunk, enraged Kristen. You don't really get that side that everyone sees. And I and I wonder if it's just editing because she's not really she hasn't been a main character since like the first couple seasons. I mean, basically since she broke up with Sandoval, she hasn't been a a huge role. She's kind of more like a a friend of type of thing. So maybe we just don't see it because of her her spot on the show. Yeah, that's true. That's a really um, good point. But I love that the guys were hungover too. I mean, they were, oh, didn't yeah. wake up till like noon, and they were all struggling. Oh my god, what I'd give to wake up to noon. Man. And that's another thing. Like <laughs> on some of these shows, like when they get up so late, like I'm so tired. I'm like, oh my gosh. If I could just sleep till eight on a day, I think I could like run a marathon. Oh, for sure. It makes you wonder too, like how late they were up. Like yeah, they probably party true. till like three, four in the morning. Oh, that makes me exhausted just thinking about it. I know. Me too. <laughs> me too. Tom Sandoval makes me laugh so much when he gets like fired up about things. I don't think he understands that he's like what a five percent owner in this business. Yeah, like I don't think he gets it. But then I also wonder if this is just like him playing that up. I'm sure that's some of it. Um, but like, if you go back to like when Lisa first asked them, they basically said they just wanted to name a bar after them and asked if they wanted to be involved. They're acting like they're like fifty percent owners. Oh this. yeah, no, I would agree with that. And it, and also, I feel like Sandoval needs to kind of get his ass checked a little bit because he doesn't have a mixologist by his name. No. Like, no. it's not like he's gone. I don't know what you, how you become a mixologist if you go to some sort of school or whatever you do to become one. But it's not like he is one and she's insulting. Lisa's insulting him by bringing in an expert. Like, I think that's a little much. Yeah, I mean, and Lisa's reason for bringing one in. Like, if anything, I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. Maybe we can learn something from her. Like, yeah, you're a bartender, but you're not, like you said, you're not a mixologist. And the, even if you were, this woman's been doing it way longer than you. Oh, for sure. And it ended uh, up being fine. Like he kind of freaked yeah, out I, over nothing. I know. I, I love that about him that I think he freaks out. But like you said, like that's kind of, that's sort of the best part of him when he gets all fired up. Oh yeah. Um, He's a very, very passionate man. But continuing with like the realness. Uh, so there was a really sweet scene where Lala is talking to Stasi which was sad. Um, but also I thought it was really heartwarming because I didn't realize Lala and Stassi were that close. Um, I know that Stassi planned that uh, like concert thing for her, but uh, for Lala to open up with her the way she did, clearly they're a lot closer than what I had realized. Yeah, no, I thought it was really, really sweet. I mean, granted, I'm sure in the back of her mind, like, I don't know what's like to film reality TV, but I, I feel, I'm sure it's kind of weird to let yourself get that raw and emotional in front of yeah. cameras and whatnot. But I thought it was really real. And I personally have not gone through that type of grieving process. And I'm sure it takes so much time. But I, I liked how honest she was about it. And especially when she was talking about it in her relationship, how volatile she's been. Like, she has some self-awareness there, and I don't know that Lala always gets credit for that. Yeah. Um, I think it's also a sign that she's either talking to, like, really good people in her life, or maybe she's in therapy, because it did seem like she was being, like, patient and kind to herself in this process. She's like, I'm in a, you know, like, I'm kind of in a weird place, and, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not great with Rand and all this, 
But I, I think the most touching part was that Randall called her dad before he passed away to get his blessing oh my to marry gosh. Lala. It was so sweet. Like that's got to be so comforting. Um, I, yeah, for Lala. I think for her, like that, and knowing now that they're engaged too, I think it's even more touching. Oh, um, for sure, for sure. But so then the hangover continues as Stassi comes home in her drunk blonde Ray Charles look. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. And I love that she wore PJs on the PJ. Like I felt like she didn't get enough credit for that. Like, yeah, I thought it and was they like glazed over it. Was she the only one doing that? I was like, yeah. I kept thinking like, did I miss something? I want to see all of them in their PJs on I the know. PJ. They should have all done that. That would have been pretty cute. Do you think, so they show her like hungover on the couch and she already has, like, she has a drink in her hand and Aperol spritz. Do you feel like drinking again really helps hangovers? Does it for I mean, you? It depends on the type of hangover. Like, remember when we went to Knoxville that Saturday morning? I had, like, the shakes. I was so hungover <laughs> that, like, I needed to just, like, chug some water and give my body a moment to get out of, like, hangover shock. Um, but there's times where if I'm just, like, slightly hungover, it's easier to just kick it back up and keep going. Yeah. I, it's, that's never worked for me. Like, that makes me more pukey. Like, I just need, like, a – I'm usually a good meal and sleep yeah. and water and all those things help me more. But I just Have think it's funny. ever had it where you're, like, hungover? Like, if it's, like, a long weekend and you're so hungover that it feels like you can't get drunk the next day because it's, like, your body's yes. stopping you? Yeah. Yes, actually, I have. Where, and even if you drink so much, it, like, feels like it doesn't ever hit you. It's weird. Yeah, I know. I, I was just wondering that. I feel like yes. that happens to me a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes random anyone else out there um this has been the most random episode i'm sorry i know I'm coughing no, and dying is... in the corner so this many is a very rustic program everybody yeah <laughs> this is top editing clearly we've been paying people to do this for us yes exactly um, so uh kristen and carter at the barbecue yeah it's honestly painful it's just kind of they clearly have a lot of issues and I'm glad, honestly, I'm happy to see that they're no longer together because it just doesn't seem healthy on TV just from what I see. Yeah. Well, and I always thought like, Oh, you'd have to be a saint to live with Kristen. And now I'm really like realizing like Carter is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He is a dick. He I mean, really the fact sucks. that he's playing video games and, but also too, she lets that happen. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, sad but <laughs> speaking sad of dick situation. don't worry about lala she broke up with Rand, and she said that she can suck plenty of you know what to get back on pj's pj lifestyle bj's for pj's <laughs> that was a little much i honestly i kind of like that she said it because it's one of those things i feel like every person thinks about like in their head she, well, like, i she's love that pl- she yeah, she was like, lifestyle-wise, I just won't be traveling, but I can get back into that game. Yeah, I was really surprised about the breakup. I was until she explained it and said that he was, like, basically she came home and he was, like, incoherently drunk. Um, and their whole thing was they both were going to give up drinking. So I could see that being, like, a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I just wasn't expecting it in the episodes. Yeah. Like, I just didn't, didn't see that coming. And, but you know, her giving up alcohol for him, that whole thing was interesting to me obviously it seemed like they, she needed to do it given where she was in her life but I would have hoped she would have done that more for herself than him and I always thought it was more I like I thought and 
like an interview, she said it was because like she realized she was using drinking as a way to help grieve her dad. Um, And so maybe that's like, maybe she's just saying it has more to do with that time she broke the window, but there's more to it. I don't know. And I guess, I mean, clearly we're going to learn a little bit more about this because obviously her and Randall are engaged. So this breakup doesn't last. Um, So I'm curious to see, see what happens. There's still a lot left in the season too. Oh my gosh. So much to see. So I cannot wait. And today we are going to talk about a new Bravo show, Mexican Dynasty. So what did you think, Abby? I think we all need to be patient with the show. I will say at first, my first it, like take of it is it's going to be entertaining. I don't think it's going to be something that like I watch religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, I mean, all the families are talk about extra. I mean, they all are, but in such a great way. Uh, and I think we're going to see, obviously, like, there's more to them, like, the Allende's family, like, there's more to them than just being, like, partiers and, like, a little, like... Eccentric. Yeah. Um, and I'm very interested to watch Doris and her mom's relationship a little bit more, like, she's moving in with her mom to help her. Um, so I'm excited to see it. I think we all just need to be patient, because I think it's a different type of show than what Bravo's done. And I think it's really neat that they're not just doing like Shaw's of sunset is great, but it's, you know, it's, they live in LA. I like that this, like they live in Mexico city. I really think that's cool. Yeah, me too. So me, I'm Hispanic as, as you know, but a lot of our listeners may not know that. So I, uh, my family's from the Dominican Republic. So I'm familiar with that culture, but I, I think there's so much, I think, there's so many um, assumptions that a lot of people can make about Mexican culture. And I, I do like that they're trying to break stereotypes and given, you know, things that are in the headlines today and stuff. I do think it's kind of, I like that they're showing that successful Mexican families who aren't <laughs> tied to drug lords, like very stereotypical yeah. things. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I, I, I appreciate that. I, and honestly though, and I forgot which family, I think, oh, Doris's, no, was it Doris's family? Oh, Jaritos, have you ever drank those? That is legit. Like that, it's no. like, I love that soda. Mexican soda is like one of my favorite things to buy. I will say so that Mexican Diet Coke is my favorite. Oh, it's delicious. It's, it's like so Diet good. Coke light. It's so good. No, but I, I think I'll, I'll probably give it some time. I agree with you, Abby. And honestly, too, if any of you are on Instagram, please, um, why did I say that? Most of you are on Instagram, let's be real. <laughs> but please give, give Doris Basudo is awesome. Very responsive to fans. She's so, so sweet. sweet. She's so sweet. And, I, and I'm a little biased in saying this, but just watching her on the show, she seems to be like the most real and not over the top. I agree. I also will say Jenny um, Allendez it will comment a lot too. Yeah, they're, so. they're cool. They're that very brings cool. us to our shout out. That's actually a good segue. And, yes. And so we might have buried the lead a little bit, but we are giving our shout out to Doris. We love you so much. She is so sweet. Um, she's always like sending us nice messages and commenting on our stuff and sharing our posts when um, we post anything about Mexican dynasties. And she's gorgeous. And clearly it runs in the family because Mauricio is her cousin, which I love that connection there. I love that connection too. It makes me wonderful make an appearance or not. It'll be interesting to see. I, I think I think maybe not this season, but maybe next season. I could see a little crossover. Oh, for sure. 
for sure. But um, thank you everyone for listening along and hearing me cough. Uh, hopefully it wasn't super loud. I try to cough away from my mic. Um, <laughs> so um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us. I promise I'll be feeling better by next week and leave us a review. Five stars, please. If nothing else, just give me five stars because I basically coughed and hacked my, my way through the entire episode. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. There is one day left in our awesome uh, Louis Vuitton giveaway. And um, I guess that's it. We'll catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah. You will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.